Bretton Diggs. I want to congratulate you guys on the 100th episode of the Totally Corrupt Podcast. Forrest Griffin here. Uh, I once had a podcast called Anything Goes, um, and it was so popular that, well, I did not make it to the 100th episode. Um, it says to give you guys some advice um, about, you know, the podcast business and running the podcast, but I'm going to tell you, you guys already know more than me, uh, so congratulations on the podcast. Brett, if you're ever in Vegas, um, you're always invited to get beat up at Syndicate Gym. Uh, I mean, train, train. I mean, train. No, I mean, get beat up. Anyway, congratulations on the podcast and all your success. 100 episodes, that's pretty impressive. Um, I had TJ Lappin, who's a bit of a star as my co-host, and we still couldn't make it 100 episodes. So you guys are already doing way better than we are. Congratulations. All right, everybody. It is January 1st. 2022. That is right. It is a brand new year and 2021 is over. Good riddance, 2021. Uh, it is now our 101st episode of the Totally Corrupt Podcast. You can participate in the show and let us know what you think by dialing 206-399-5063. And if you could... Give us a follow on Spotify. No further ado, let's get the captain in. Give this show a running start. Here we go. This is the captain speaking. Captain, what's happening, buddy? Yes. How are you? Doing okay. Happy New Year. Uh, Dilly dilly. Dilly Dilly. What's going on? I miss Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly is a forgotten language. It's like the elfling. Like the what? Like elves. Like it's a forgotten. Like Dilly Dilly. Nobody says Dilly Dilly anymore. And they stopped running I, that commercial. They stopped saying, uh, what's up? Too, you know, like 20 years ago. Well, well there is white, white supremacy and black uh, dominance. I don't know. I don't know. What's up? I love that. That was great. So what's happening in the world? I, 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 I'll tell you what's happening in the world. So this morning I wake up and I'm watching uh, TV and the Rose Bowl parade's on. And I used to live in Pasadena and they do it in Pasadena right down Colorado Avenue, which is like, I don't know, the main drag in there. And, uh, Everything's great. <clears throat> and then cuts into King 5 News. And they are uh, saying how they are facing race. And uh, basically go into a whole CRT training right there in the middle, <clears throat> middle of the Pasadena Rose Bowl Parade. It was very strange. And um, it caught my eye because I had a former colleague from the seattle times that now works for king five he was on there he was said he goes hey i'm the only black guy on the sales team that's fucking weird you know like and good point because they showed a picture of everybody everybody's like white okay yeah great good point then they go to asian reporter asian reporter says hey we don't do a very good job of like reporting about people of color uh i'm asian i don't even see asians you know on here so like they did it th like a 
review. Of course, they weren't. They didn't. They showed nothing but white people. And then, um, <clears throat> then they break into the most crazy part of the whole CRT training that I feel like I was being subjected to. All of a sudden, is a race counselor telling her uh, uh, a young woman, maybe. 13, 14, young girl. It's not even a woman, young girl uh, who is black and white. She's biracial and has white parents. Uh, black father is no longer in her life, not around. And uh, white dad steps up and, you know, marries white mom, but now has stepdaughter. Well, ever since George Floyd happens, apparently that's caused some tension between child and parent and uh so much where they're not speaking and a race counselor gets involved and basically gets this guy to admit that he is a racist and he's like i don't want to be a racist and i but i guess i am and uh this little girl this race counselor gets the little girl to hold on, hold on, hold on, admit hold on, hold on, hold on. what was wrong with her is that she's not good enough for the white man. I was, He's racist because he adopted a black child? No, no, and, no. That's not why he's racist. He's racist because uh, they are two white parents basically raising a black child. And uh, George Floyd happens. All of a sudden, she starts wondering, you know, questioning her father. And here's why he's a racist. He said he made fun of her when she, she was a child and said, because <laughs> she didn't dance very well. And he goes, oh, that must be your white side. To the black, you know, to the half black child. You know what? You know what I'd like to say to that uh, child that was raised by a happy family that was trying to take care of her and trying to teach her good things? Is this like, obviously you didn't like absorb any of that stuff. You didn't absorb the the love of family, the uh, you know what I mean. You yeah, know when people uh, care about you. You know when people care about you, and she's like acting like she's like oppressed, and it's like no, you were adopted. Yeah, it was. Um, no, she wasn't adopted. It's her real mom. It's just her stepdad, because her real father happens to be black, is not around. Gotcha. gotcha. He's not around, though. So, so, this, so little, who's this, little, dad? this little girl is being told that, like, her dad is a racist because she he jokes that she can't dance and that must be her white side coming out of her, which is... The race counselor said, she, you need to re-examine why you think that's funny. And it was dead serious about it. And basically said that he's a racist. And he got and got this guy to admit that he's a racist. And the the little girl, she goes, "So what do you think the problem is? What's wrong with you then?" And so let me ask you a question. Let's say, let's say I'm a white guy and I'm a good I'm a good dancer. Am I uh, cultural appropriating because I'm not allowed to dance? I don't know. I mean, that's a good thing to think about. It's like, where where do you draw the line? When you start like calling everything out, 
I was where just, do you draw the line? I was just disgusted by it. You know what? I mean, I forget. The hell? You know, you used to used to be able to poke fun at each other, even if you know it was uh, you're crossing race boundaries with your jokes. Because, hey, that's I, called Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that's called fucking Joe Rogan. That's called comedy. That's yeah. called things that make uh, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Come on, all of them had racial jokes, and you know what? It was just a way that we all knew that it was okay. You know, to one another, we'd look at each other, and it's like we could just laugh at each other, and you know, laugh with each other. But that well, doesn't but happen the, anymore. The thing I like about comedy—if you're on the other side, think about an opposing team, like a college football team, right? And if you're on the other side, and you really want to say something, okay, put your defense up, put your offensive line up. You got you 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 have you have um, what four downs before you have to kick it, and when you kick it is when you're weak, right? So in comedy, if like Samantha B or like any of those type of people want to like talk, it's like, why don't you say something that's funny? Because like I haven't seen anything on the left side that has been funny in a long time. I don't know. I was just really disgusted that some woman who is probably part white herself. I mean, she was like multiracial as well. So it's like, I, she looked like, are you multiracial? Are you multiracial? Are you hold on? Mr. Brett Smith. Are you fully white? Are you fully like 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 paper white? I don't. Uh, I don't really know the answer to that. Well, what's your background? What, what's your ethnicity? Have you ever done Twenty One and Me? No, and I'm not gonna do oh. that shit. No, I'm not. It, I'm not giving a company my DNA. Fuck that. No, no. So you don't know how oppressive your uh, relatives have been in the past. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to have someone hold that shit over me. <laughs> uh, You're probably I, I, a Viking. I'm a mix between uh, Irish, Italian, um, German, and um, allegedly some Cherokee Indian. Like very small percentage. But for the most part. You have been bred, like you, you have been bred, not, not your ancestors, you have been bred, and you worked a great career at AT&T, you worked hard, you got the Oregon Open win, I mean, you got so many different things that you as Brett, as an individual, have done by yourself, you know, it's not like we, you know, it, it it's what we're doing for ourselves in this next year. It's like a, um, your predictions, predictions for the next year. Have you have you thought about that? Listen, I I think there's going to politically there's going to be a lot of shit that happens. I saw Dan Bongino make this prediction. I'm going to go with him. I'll put it on this podcast. But he says the Republicans are going to pick up 25 seats in the House. That's a bold prediction, but I think it's true. Well, that's easy because 23 of the uh, Democrats are retiring. 
they're not even going to seek re-election. Well, here's the thing. They still got to win. They still uh, they still got to get a Republicans still got to get a vote. It doesn't matter if they they're re- not seeking re-election. That doesn't mean there's not going to be another Democrat out there. You know, it's going to be an uh, open game. There's assholes everywhere. There are assholes everywhere. Speaking of assholes, fucking AOC was in Florida drinking cocktails with her boyfriend. Why the hell is she in Florida? Because she doesn't have to wear a mask. Well, fucking, doesn't she belong in New York? Well, yeah, but she makes everybody in her home state wear a mask, but she's like, nah, I'm good. So she took, took off. Mm-hmm. Went to Miami. Drinking, All right. drinking vodkas. All right. What's your prediction? I have a prediction she's going to get voted out. What's my predictions? I got predictions for you. If you want my predictions, you want my prediction? Serum, I know you've been spending all day working on this. <clears throat> I think eventually they're going to come up in con uh, in uh, the Senate or Congress, whoever has to do this. But a par- Parent Education Act, where there's transparency, transparency in what they are teaching your children. I think that's something that's going to have to come up in 2022. And then uh, boosters for life every uh, three to six months. Uh, if you got the COVID shot every three to six months, you can expect to uh, get a booster or, or, or have one available to you. And if you do not get it, somebody's going to shame you. And uh, inflation, I think that's still going to go up. And uh, Congress and the Senate, I think Republicans are going to be dominant. Famous and political figures are going to be fingered by Giselle Maxwell. Think about that. You think while she's in jail, she's going to start just chirping like a bird? Hey, he's... Before he was inconveniently killed in a uh, prison cell, um, there's a lot of uh, tapes of, uh, and she got convicted. And do you think she wants to serve uh, 12 and a half years in jail after everything's done? It should be like 65, but she's a first time offender. But the thing is, it's going to be about four and a half years, First and time she's going to be, she's going to be like, "Fuck you, Bill Clinton." I know you got more than a massage here and there, or whatever. I mean, there's going to be some people that are just thrown under the bus, and I do think it's going to be everybody on the left side. Anyway, uh, so uh, famous pol- politicians. Yep. So I said that. Police refunded plus more in uh, in states and cities and districts that they defunded them. More police refunding plus more. I think they're going to uh, ask for better, more training because police don't get a lot of training. They are just like they get minimal training. They're like, "Hey, here's your badge. Get out there." 
go protect the city and more hires. I think they need to focus on more hires for this year because a lot of people walked away. And then I think BAC's mandate for the military and first line workers, kids, kids, all that shit done. We're done with this. We're done with being afraid. Like I said, last episode. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure like they're going to force every kid to have a vaccine. You got to show your papers to put your kid in public school anymore. Like all year. Yeah. I think it's going to be a problem. Per- I think it's a permanent thing. Like forever. How would you How would you feel about that if you were a father? I'm not, but like I'm fucking pissed that like my friends' kids all had to get vaccinated. Like I mean, they're eight to fourteen or eight to thirteen or something like that. Like no, but you still get vaccinated, but you still can get the coup. Sure. You know what's crazy is like and that was another thing that set me off. I'm watching the CNN in review, right, and mm-hmm. they're you know, still pushing that, um, ivermectin bullshit The they had some comedian guy goes on, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll take horse dewormer. And then goes right into a doctor saying, goes, yeah, the mainly the cause of the, uh, pandemic was, uh, the unvaccinated. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like all that's not true. <laughs> all of that is not true. And you know, they're, playing into the propaganda by saying, oh, all your good neighbors, the vast majority of America has gotten back, got their vaccines this year. But you know what? They didn't say Joe Rogan's name or anything, but everybody knows when you say horse dewormer, that's forever going to be associated with Joe Rogan's fucking name. And, and CNN. No, and you CNN know, you lies. Know, and CNN you know, lies. <laughs> you know what also is going to be associated with that is the fact that Joe Rogan actually put a cure up there. He he put because he was vaccinated. He was vaccinated, right? See, that's the thing. Uh, I don't know if he was or not, but put it this way: whether or not he was or not, as soon as he found out he was infected, he already figured out what he was going to do, and he called his doctor and he goes, "This is the type of path I'd like to take," because that's a good patient doctor relationship where you can say, Hey, I could die. This is what I'd like to do. And so he took the prescriptions. He got it all prescribed from his doctor. He has plenty of money to get, you know, and, and he was over it in, in what 48, 72 hours. Yeah. His argument. And then, and then Dana White got it. Dana White goes, what did you do? And, 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 and Rogan was like, this is what you do. You do this, 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 this. He laid it all out. Dana White went through it. He's fine. And the thing is, is like, even if you actually have the vaccine and you got the super duper booster and the Fauci ouchy and all that other shit. Yeah. You know what? You can still get the fucking little koofy koofy, you know, Happy New Year. Yeah, so... It's, it's, how, it's how you handle it. And Joe Rogan knows how to handle it. So, it looks like uh, Rogan is unvaccinated. He just, uh, two days ago, it says he canceled his Vancouver, B.C. show. 
uh, due to vaccine mandates? No, because they were requesting everybody that attended was uh, vaccinated. Right, but he, so he's the entertainer and he's not, so he just canceled the show. Well, he don't care. He don't care. He I mean, made, seriously. I mean, before he got his Spotify deal, like he was probably making twenty to twenty-five million on his podcast every year, just off of advertising. Fucking incredible. You know what? Even before that, even when he was doing a uh, fucking what was that? Um, uh, the first uh, TV show he did that got him famous. Fear Factor. Fear Factor. Uh, he was on. Fair he was on talk radio Fair factor. too. Fair factor, or news radio. Yeah, but he was just like, oh god. And then when he did the Dave Chappelle thing, and Dave Chappelle had to like, like sit in that tub with like all those creepy, creepy crawlies, <laughs> fucking worms, and all <laughs> centipedes and shit. He goes, ah. he goes, I'll do this. Oh shit, I miss Dave Chappelle. Well, he's still around. I mean, he's on Netflix until he gets canceled. <laughs> you can't cancel him. You cannot cancel him. You cannot cancel uh, Joe Rogan, and you cannot cancel Elon Musk. Those are the three non-cancelable people right now. Elon, uh, time person of the year. Well, yeah, he's pretty smart. He. He knows how to fly to space. That's pretty cool. Bezos figured it out too. Not, not, not he ain't not to the degree of Elon or nearly as quickly as Elon did. But that no, but you know what? You know what? Bezos, him, him and his space cowboy fucking get up. What a what a cheese ball that guy is, and he he lives here. They, in our, our neck of the Bezos, Bezos is selling a book for um, the Chinese Communist Party. He's deleting everybody that has a bad negative view, unless it's a five-star view. It doesn't get shown. You know, you sent me something the other day. That... This was the year of billionaires flying to the sky, and there's three of them. There was a guy from uh, Virgin Atlantic. Richard, there was Jeff Bezos, Branson. Branson, Bezos, and then there was uh, Elon Musk. And Elon Musk is kind of pretty much the kind of new Tesla right now, as far as I'm concerned. What'd you just say? Hmm? You say Elon Musk is kind of the new Tesla? Well, yeah, like like Tesla, like he is the smartest guy we're going to see in another. Oh, you Nick, like, like, like he's the new Nikola Tesla is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Like he's like basically the person that he named his company after. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about like a new model, like it was going to go faster or anything, but like, no, Nikola. No, I wasn't. I wasn't following you, but I get I get I got gotcha. you. Um, I, can, I can see where you could fall off because I lost myself too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, backtracking. What are we going to talk about? What? How are we going to finish this off? 
We got a lot of time to go. I thought you had this all planned out. You had all these notes? I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. Well, read your notes. So do you want to talk about the worst the worst and best people of 2021? Sure. Oh, I already said that. No, we didn't. We didn't. I don't remember calling listing anybody on my end here. Let me all see. Right. Let's let's go with the let's go with the worst people. I, I No, said, we're gonna we're gonna start with the best people. Okay, we'll start with the best people. Best people of twenty twenty. I only I only had five spots for each, but I gave one exception because he was man of the year on Time magazine, Elon Musk, outer space. Yeah, that'd, but, be, that'd be my pick. So after that, the next five best people I think of the year, the best five, Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, Dana White, that basketball player, Enos Cantor, Freedom, and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a good pick. Well, I'm just saying all those guys. There, there's one, two. Uh, there's three, maybe four, if not five, that are like totally into like, you know, therapeutics. Right. All right. Now you want to hear my worst? Sure. All right. My worst. The worst people of 2021. Number one, AOC and the squad. Two, the Cuomo brothers. Number three, Juicy Smollett. Number four, Teachers Union. And I'm not talking about the teachers. I'm talking about the teacher union. I think more teachers should be more independent and not be relied on a union. I think there might be a point where we get away from public education and go more towards charter school or 50 50. Yes. Because there's already, there's already private schools. So there's got to be an in between private and public that you can accommodate for people that can't afford the private schools. So I said on the fourth was the teachers union. And then the fifth, the fifth worst of my people of 2021 is the administration of local lockdowns and face masks. It's so number five was like, you, you're naming a group of people. So, like, it's not like one person. It's like a whole fucking department. Well, I, no, because, no, because I, I respect teachers very much. I, re, I mean, there's a lot of, right. I, I had a lot of, I had a lot of hot teachers. I don't want to like down talk them, but you know, if, if you want, if you want me to get in my biggest flip flops of the year, we could go right into that. Sure. Yeah. What do you got? The biggest flip flops and lies of the year. Ready? Yeah. What's number one? Dr. Fauci. Yeah. No shit. See, how Joe many, Biden. Yeah. How many times that fucking guy said, "Wear a mask. Wear five masks. Wear." Well. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Feet. No, no, no. 
Yeah, I know. Double mask, double mask. You don't need a mask. You need a mask. You need two masks. You need. You got to get three shots. You got if, if you get if you get the vaccine, you're fine. You don't have to wear a mask. Oh, you got you need a booster. You know, it's the goalpost keeps moving. So let me go through these real quick. The biggest flip flop and lies of the year, Doctor Fauci. Number two, Joe Biden. Come on, man. Number three, left-leaning news, CNN, MSNBC. Everybody that's false narrative, pretty much everything all year, kind of scared everybody. Like I said, I'm not trying to be scared this year. (laughs) Next one. Dr. Sanjay Gupta with Joe Rogan. Why does your why does your why does your network lie? They're saying I'm taking horse, you know. Dewormer. He, he totally said that straight to him. He goes, Well, they shouldn't have said that, but they and he goes, You're the leading doctor on that network. And you're in there and you're listening to it and you didn't stop them and correct them. So uh, the next one. Oh, yeah. If you get the vaccine, this is the biggest flip flop lies of the year. If you get the vaccine, you will not get infected. Yeah, that's didn't happen. Like. I know I got a friend on a cruise ship right now and like, you've got to like prove, you know, no, not only you're vaccinated, but you have to have a a negative COVID test. You have to do double it, right. To get on the board of the ship. So everybody gets on They're at sea. 14 of the crew members all of a sudden have COVID. How the fuck did that happen? Like I thought everybody was vaccinated on this thing. You're telling me that it's the unvaccinated that I have the problem. You know, like I, I talked about the last episode, is this COVID's going to be around, period. It's going to be around. And you're either going to have some sort of perfect protection against it or you're not. It's, it, and, and as it downscales, it's going to come into a, a softer, more mild variant, which Omicron is. Omicron is a very mild variant. Most people that get it, they kind of feel sick for like 24 hours and they go back to work. You know, it's 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 dissipating is what I'm saying. It's like when when you have a lot of when you have a lot of potency in a jug of water and then all of a sudden that jug of water becomes like a big fucking truckload of water, it dissipates really quickly. So it's like it's getting it's getting where it's we shouldn't be scared of it. We shouldn't. You know, I think if I mean vaccinated or not, like if we made it this far, I think that we're probably more over the hump, like the big initial shock than anything. Yeah, it could still be dangerous or whatever. It fucking could be hocus pocus. I don't fucking know because it pops up in the most random ass places where it shouldn't against people that shouldn't get it, like the vaccinated people. You know, okay, well, put it put it this way yesterday or two days ago. 
was the biggest coronavirus uh, um, reported up to date since the coronavirus yet, like yesterday or the day before. And it's like, I don't feel more scared about it. It's like, I've been keeping clean. I've been fucking doing what I got to do. And yeah, some people are getting fucking infected, but do you think it's the people that are probably homeless and, you know, people that are like not living in great conditions, like people that don't, but, but they don't want, here, you know what I mean? Oh, open, open. You tell me a state, and I will tell you how many fucking COVID deaths they've had in the last whenever time frame you want. What do you want to start well, with, Florida? Well, I was just going to start with all the people that come across the border, and uh, they get flown to other parts of the country. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, or take an Uber. 200,000 a uh, month. All right, here's the deal. Fucking Florida is, let's see here. The freest state in the world. And they've got days where they have almost zero deaths, like under, let's see, September they had their most, they had a spike in September. And then it's been consistently going down ever since into the winter months. Like like yesterday they had uh, 24 deaths. Big Big deal. Uh, December 22nd, they had zero deaths. 19th, they had zero deaths. The 14th, they had zero deaths. Uh, bad, bad day on the, on December 6th, 88 people died. But, you know, I mean, that's a lot of days with zero when they basically have no fucking rules down there. That's pretty incredible. Well, the thing is, you got to realize, when, when are you going to stop being afraid? Like total all time here. Let me just see if I can do. No, this. just stop being afraid. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to prove. Is like Florida is clearly not afraid. Okay, total all time sixty two thousand deaths. Let me go to our state, Washington State. Washington State, uh, all time total cases per million. I don't know how the hell this is. We're really low. We've only had uh, 9,000, almost 10,000 deaths total. We're really low. That's great. But that, that sounds low. I don't, I don't know if I trust that. I don't know if I trust that either. Let's see. Total. Total. Right, hold on. Let me, fit, let me look at this one more time. It is coming from Google. So fuck Yeah. Me. They're trying to fuck us. Hold on, let me check one more thing. Washington, all time. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I, I, listen, I'm telling you. What? I know people that, you know, are scared of this shit, and they shouldn't, because... I'm I I'm just said it a million times on the podcast. I'm not vaccinated. I'm still here. This is my little experiment. Every time I do a podcast, there's another fucking middle finger to the everybody else that says I need to get a vaccine. Hey, Brett. 
let me ask you a question. When's the last time you got in your car and you're like, I'm so scared of driving to my next destination, I don't know if I'm going to get there. You can't function that way. You got to just be like, hey, I got to be in the car. I got to go there. And if a car hits me and I die, I die. You know, it's like, you don't know. We don't know. It's like we just got to make normal decisions. And the whole pandemic ain't that big of a deal. I mean, you gotta think of the places it's happening too. Let's see. I wanna look at somewhere else. Let's see New York. New York's gotta be massive. Okay, this is where the numbers don't make sense. All time New York, fifty nine thousand deaths. And what did I say Florida was? Sixty six? That doesn't sound fucking right at all. For hold on, hold on. Hold on. Are you looking up local stats? Yeah, by state. You can do it on Google. Good. Look up Chicago, Illinois, and their death rate compared to 30, 40 years ago. They are are higher than the quarter century ago. Which is crazy. <laughs> and you know what? For murder for murder rates. And now now Mary Lightfoot's like, I I need some help. Yeah, well what kind of what kind of uh help is she gonna get? The National Guard to do what? Like, do what the cops are already doing? Why don't you fund your fucking police department, you idiots? Trump already offered her help. What is the what is the federal what does the federal government have to do with local crime? I think no, but Trump offered her help. She denied it. Now she wants it from Biden. She's begging it from Biden. What what kind of help do you think Biden's going to give her for national help in her city? Is it going to be more lockdowns? Is it going to be curfews? Is it going to be? Well, I don't know. It's probably going to. They're going to. They're going to try to squash the uh, the gun, um, the violence. New York got a new mayor. They just swore him in. Uh, he was a former cop. Yesterday, yeah, former cop, black guy. Uh, nice, great guy. What's his name? Uh, I want to say Dad. Adams or something, New York mayor. I got to give that guy a shout out. Cause like the police were like, they were interviewing the police during the, the show. Eric Adams is his name. And, uh, the cops were like, well, we got a new mayor. <laughs> the cops were super stoked. So, uh, let's see. This they gotta be happy because they just got rid of the worst mayor. Yeah, Ever. Bill de Blasio, that guy is t terrible. I mean, what a, I mean, even Andrew Cuomo thought he was a clown. They, they thought each other, they didn't like each other. I know that for sure. Cause like they had their little tiffs like during the whole, um, you know, COVID thing. It doesn't even matter. The whole swamp really starts with everything that we just talked about. All those people, the whole swamp, the, the bottom of the swamp. You know what Donald Trump was talking about? Right. He did. He did say the swamp ran deep. Yeah, it's very deep. And I think um, we're going to continue to see how deep it is. If your girl, uh, Jessaline, Jessaline Maxwell, you know, starts chirping like a bird in prison. Uh, I'll tell Clinton. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, 
You know, they just opened the sports betting thing at the Emerald Queen Casino here in town. And fucking, uh, I hope you can do start doing political bets. <laughs> like, if you could put money on political shit, um, might be a interesting, uh, like sports gambling. I'll, <laughs> I'll take Pelosi for 20 years in prison. Well, Pel- yeah, Pelosi's out this year. That's we can get back to predictions. Pelosi's out this year. Schumer's out this year. I think that uh, we may get a. If it doesn't remain a split, we'll, hopefully we get one in the Senate. But I really think the House is where shit's going to get shaken up. It's going to be very, very clear and apparent. There's going to be 28 seats that are running, uh, one in Congress. There's going to be about 12 split, maybe more in the Senate. There's going to be either DeSantis or uh, Trump in the White Office. The White House, White House, White White, Office. The White Office. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying he's going straight to the office because he's going to get shit done. Yeah, uh, do you think? And, I, think I think they're going to put do do. I think Trump has to run. Hey, 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 hey! Come, come on, man! I, I've been trying to get things done for a while, but you know, uh, 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 I was uh, I was walking I was walking my dog on the beach and I was throwing a ball. I mean, seriously, this geriatric fucking. I mean, you're we're gonna have to start. Pushing him in around on a stroller, a, a wheelchair. Yeah, they pretty much kind of do. Um, it's called Jill Biden. I think they should get him one of those lift things so he doesn't fall when he's walking up to America uh, Air Force One. Like, make sure he doesn't fall anymore. That was embarrassing the first time it happened. Like an elevator? <laughs> Put him in the yeah. elevator. Not an elevator, one of those sit things for old people where you just sit oh, in like it. On the you side, the put on the, You put a seatbelt on it and it carries you all the way up. It's like a ski lift. Well, yeah, for retards. Yeah, old people aren't retarded. Just because they can't move well doesn't mean they're retarded. Well, they do act like six year olds. I'd love to see a retard go up one of those sites things. That'd be. That might be uh, not so good. They would do just fine. Be fun to watch. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't. Uh, I don't trust uh, Sleepy Joe. No one does. So what else you got? Let's see. You said you didn't even want to hear my best and worst people. Oh, oh! You want to hear something else? I got. Sure. MSNBC's deadline White House mentions Trump more than twice as uh, as twice as than Biden. Nicole Wallace fixates on ex-president Capitol and Capitol riots on daily MSNBC MSNBC show. Nicole Wallace and her guests discuss former President Trump about two and a half times more often as President Biden in 2021, despite the latter being the current head of office. The Gabbians 
transcript, search found the word Trump, Trump, was uttered on the show 11,668 times. Right. From January 20th, when Biden succeeded Trump, to December 30th. As for Biden, his name was mentioned just 4,710 times, nearly two and a half times less often than Wallace's program, which airs, I got to plug it, weekdays from 4 to 6 Eastern Standard Time, features a mixture of reporters and left-leaning pundits. But, uh, 81 million votes for Biden, right? Is that was that? Is yeah. that what I saw? Dream team. Mm. Listen, uh, I I think that um, people people got hoaxed. People got hoaxed into this whole. We know, uh, we know what happened in 2020. Bullshit. Dominion machines. People driving, the ballot. Pallets the ballot. Driving in ballots. Fuck. Pallets the ballots for Joe Biden. The song. Yeah. We should end this podcast with that song, Pallets the Ballot. We'll do. Well, what else do you have? You had a whole fucking list of shit. What's, what else you got? You said uh, best, worst. Here, you want to know my best person for? Uh, uh, I want to know yours. I've been. Let, 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 let. Do you like resolutions or are you more just like, no? How about your predictions? I'd like to hear your predictions. What's your predictions about the future of the Democrat Party in the next four years? I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna like evolve. They're gonna become. There's gonna be a new variant of Democrat um, because there is obviously some polarity there, and it's either gonna drive more towards the AOC. But I think everybody's realizing that they're just children, and uh, it's gonna be. I think that they're gonna have to figure some shit out, like because they can't just keep launching uh, the gay dude or the woman president or the the multiracial, you know, this person, like, come on, man, that shit don't work anymore. You got to figure out someone who's like genuine I might, and honest and I mul- wants to do the job. I'm multi-binary and gay and I love uh, farm animals. Yeah, pretty soon that's what they're going to, that's what they're going to be pushing. The more weirder, the more multi everything you, you gotta be inclusive you gotta be inclusive yeah you totally you're gonna see an alien run for president uh you know like uh, uh <laughs> an illegal we won't alien, even know an, an illegal an illegal alien will run for tr- try to push for president you know what i'm saying like it, they they obviously can't do that but you know like they would do it if they if it was legal like you know, like oh, we got. Whoa, hold on, hold on. Why can't they do that? Because they're already letting illegal aliens in New York vote. Right. It's an, it's incredible. Like it, they should never let anybody that does not, you know, pay taxes here. You know, it's legally birthright or migrated in legally. You know, it's not fair to the people that actually live here. You know, I mean. No, but- 
It'd be, like, it'd be like, hey, you got an apartment complex, you know, that you live in. A, you got a nice apartment. Okay, we're just going to open the front door and let all the homeless come in. So, like, they, they sleep in your hallways. You know, they sleep in your parking garage. They, they break in. We've been, having, we've been having them sleeping in our alleys and our uh, turn stands but, going onto the well, freeway we're, for we're a de- long we're time. De- we're defunding the police, so it's okay now. You can just do these things. So that's basically what they want to happen to you people who listen. They, they want, you know, everything that you have, you should share. You should share everything that you have with anybody who wants to come over and use it. And you know what? If they don't play nice with it and they fucking break it, oh, well, sorry. No, it's your fault. It's not theirs. Because they are innocent victims because they are homeless. You didn't tell me how to play with it right. You know, I mean, it's a stupid argument. Like I guarantee you if you invite them into your house and they assault you, they're going to be out on bail without bail within before their uh, paperwork signed. Yeah. And they'll come right back to your house and then stay there for seven years and claim squatters rights and uh, take your house and you're fucked. That's what happens. You're welcome. I don't know. There's just a lot of bad things uh, associated with what we saw the summer of 2020, because that changed my mind on a lot of shit. And how I look, so, how I look at people, and I know, and, and whose side you're really on. The last time I seen the summer of love was uh, in uh, Greece. That's when they did that great little show at the end, summer love, and happens. So, but the thing is, it's like everybody in that video had a fucking job. Yeah, they did. Have a fucking job. Get some work done. Pay your bills. Don't have time to go fucking burn somebody else's shit down and then then talk to me. You know, and then the only people that really are having trouble finding jobs are the people that are unvaccinated who are getting shit on anyway. So it's like... No, well, some of the people having problems finding jobs are the people that don't want to find one. Well, that's... that's I've been been fine with it. That's starting to dry up, those funds. You know, a lot of people no, last September it, it, is when the, the federal funds dried up. So, like, now it's regular unemployment now. You don't get these extra bonus this and that because of COVID, even though the numbers are the worst they've ever been. You know, and that's not a consideration about looking for work. But, you know, when we like oh, when God. you make people when you make people lazier, when you make them more comfortable with feeling like they're down and out and it's everybody else's fault that's when people start turning to the other the dark side where they start you know maybe they go on those 80 80 uh facebook smashing graphs and nordstrom's or you know what i mean yeah i mean when when people get to a lower amount i mean no but i mean it's like keep your head up we saw it here. I mean, people, we, uh, ever since um, the WTO riots in like 1999, I don't know, Seattle's been kind of like stomping ground for Antifa. And uh, it's fucked up. Like, you know, they keep, they keep it like shit down here. I don't, I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. I don't think. They ruined, they ruined Pioneer Square. 
Oh yeah, it's just it smells like shit and piss, and there's heroin needles all over the place. It used to be party central, like for a lot of good times, you know, not that long ago. And nowadays, it's like uh, no one wants to even fucking live down there. For one, there's a lot of construction; they're tearing everything down the waterfront. So like, it's like you don't even want to fucking be down there. And uh, it used to be, it's the most historic part of Seattle, Pioneer Square, underground tour. You know, I mean, shit, like, you learn a lot, like, just walking around down there about how old some of that shit is. You know, uh, Seattle's got a weird history. Learn about it sometime. Yeah. Do the underground. Seattle got the underground. The underground. Well, now homeless live underground, probably. <laughs> I, You know, I mean, anywhere you can squeeze them. That's where they're putting them here. I mean, the homeless problem in Seattle is, it's so out of control. Like, I mean, we just got a bunch of snow. I feel terrible for everybody that's outside. But you know what? A lot of them, like, you know, they're getting this unemployment money. And these people are blowing it on drugs and building complete fucking camps, like, on the side of the road. They got propane tanks, whorehouses, drug houses, all sorts of shit, like on the side of the road. You can drive past I five anytime in Seattle right now. You see, it's almost, it's almost like they're it's almost like they're making little medieval huts in between civilization. Medieval huts were, like you said, drugs and whatever. And and the thing is, I I don't mind drugs. I like pot. I like alcohol. I like, but I make sure I make enough money where. I ha- either can pay rent or like buy a house, and and it's like when you get to the desperation where they're at, it's almost like you got to realize there's mental difficulties where these people are struggling. They are struggling. It's not something to laugh at, but it's like something to be like, "Come on, man! Like, who's helping them out?" and we're not helping them out by just letting them drift and hang out on the street, you know, because that is medieval. The thing is to help them out is like, say, Hey, it's against the law to do this. We have to get you into a facility, whether you like it or not, because you cannot control yourself at this point. You know, we got to pull you in. We got to sober you up. I mean, you can't handle where you're at. Got to figure out what you want to do in life because you're just wandering around living in a tent every day for how many months, how many days, how many years? I don't think it's not healthy healthy to just let somebody live like that. It's not like a it's it's like a wounded animal. If you saw a wounded animal like had a broken leg or something that you knew you could help out you you would try to help out the animal it's the same thing with the person it's like you're you're just like god you're not really where you should be right now why don't you get out of that you know uh what's happening is the city is enabling this behavior they're allowing these people to camp there so like i mean in other circumstances and in other instances of time they the cops would have kicked them out of there Mm-hmm. Um, this, this new mayor we have, Bruce Harwell, 
hopefully he does something. You know, he's a he's not Jenny Durkin. He's definitely not that other fucking creep that we had. I mean, we all got the dirt, 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 dirt. Yeah, she's gone. Good, thank God. Jenny's gone. Uh, she didn't even want to run for re-election, so Bruce Harwell did and got it. You know, it's amazing how many Democrats don't want to run for re-election anymore because they realize that they actually, they actually stretch stretch themselves so far that there's no coming back. Like they went so far to the, uh, they tried to bend the AOCs and the uh, squad, and uh, they couldn't get Joe Biden to pass his, you know, build back better plan. Everybody got pissed off and they realized they got to jump ship because they're like, they're not going to get reelected. So why try? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, it seems like, uh, maybe too much of a money dump or I don't know why. Like, I mean, you would think they'd be very confident right now. I mean, they sure, yeah. they sure no. were, they sure were going into this thing. No, they are horribly not confident. They realize they're going to lose everything. Pelosi's not going to be the speaker of the house in a year and a half. No chance. I mean, it's imploding, which is good for America because it's going to get back to basic common sense. Let's figure out where our money is, where our dollar is. Let's get some of these corporations back from China in America territory because our, our hardworking Americans and all these fucking two million immigrants that Joe Biden just snuck across the border this last year. We can put them to work if we have like manufacturing facilities here, you know, put people to work, get people productive. I mean, what's wrong with that? I mean, it keeps people out of trouble, keep people productive. Yeah. Um, working de- definitely plays to your mental. Um, if you're not working, it fucks with your mental. And, uh, that's, I mean, that's just how I'm built. Like, if I got to be doing something, otherwise I don't feel like a, a productive person, like a contributing member of society. But, you know, like, if I'm working, you know, it puts you in a different mental. Like, uh, you, well, that's the same you're thing. worth something you, to somebody. If you're not working, what does it make you feel like? If you don't have a purpose for the day, for you, don't you kind of feel like, unless you're, like, on a vacation, but like, let's say like you got 10 days straight where you like, you have no purpose. You have nothing to do. Don't you kind of feel like, 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 let's say you don't even work out. Don't you kind of feel like worthless? I mean, that's the way I look at people that like yeah. live in tents and stuff. It's like, I've been, I've been both fat, skinny, in shape, not in shape. And, uh, just depends on what your attitude is. Like, I mean, if that's your thing, like you look forward to getting fucked up and laying on the beach all day, then you're in fucking paradise. But you know, that ain't your jam. And I'm not talking about laying on the beach. I'm talking about if you lay in a tent when you're homeless. for ten days. <laughs> yeah. Not in this fucking weather. It's cold as shit. No, but there are a ton of people that are doing it. And it's like, when do you get out of the funk where you're just like, not going to deal with that anymore? I mean, it, 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 it in my opinion, it almost feels like a personal decision when people decide to do that to themselves. 
Uh, in many cases, yeah. I mean, mental illness plays to it. You know, drug addiction plays into it. I mean, it's not that these people can't find a job. There's plenty of jobs that people could find. It's like even government resources that would help get them cash, literally get them cash. And uh, it's just no one wants pride, ego, whatever the fuck. Like, I don't want anybody's help. I'm good where I'm at. Don't fuck with me. You know, I'm getting high. Plus, I'm around all these other people, and they love me. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. All I, all, all I know is that every time I see those little camps around town or as I'm going on or off a, a ramp for the freeway, and you see those little tent cities, I really do think like like medieval days, like people just living barring you know I mean I I'm but I mean the thing is you don't have to be there you do not have to be there no you don't you know what and let's uh before we beat this subject in the the dirt you know yeah let's uh lift up Miss Betty White she passed away 99 years old Oh, Betty White. Fucking, she was great. She was hilarious as she got older. Betty White. Betty White. I got a little thing about her. Miss Betty White, born in 1922. Career started in 1939 when it comes to film. Betty Marianne White, dead at 99. Her birthday's January 17th. Started in radio when she was only eight years old. Longest person ever to work in television. She is most known for Golden Girls. A little bit of Password game show. And uh, a lot of memories. I remember her. I remember Betty White from uh, the movie Lake Placid. Whether that was the uh, big alligator that ate everybody, and she fed the alligator, and and uh, the cops found out that she's feeding the alligator, and as they were walking off, she goes, "I hope they eat all every one of you, sons of bitch." <laughs> she she when she got older, she had these kooky roles where she just had the best. Just the funniest attitude ever. I love Betty White. I'm going to miss her. Yeah. She was great. But uh, I think that's where we leave the podcast for tonight. And uh, appreciate everybody tuning in, listening. Again, if you want to contribute to the show, drop us a lead, uh, drop us a line, what have you, to 206-399-5063. And uh, we'd just like to hear what you think about the show. Uh, give us a follow on Spotify, and with that, we wish you good evening. Bye bye. Happy New Year. All the way from Georgia to Michigan, they took the caps off of their sharpies and they filled them fuckers in. All those pallets full of ballots, all for Joe Biden. Got just what you need.